Welcome everyone to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. And we are here with Avengers Annual number 22, right? Yeah. 22. I thought you were going to say with a very sleepy bun bun. Oh. Which is also true. Yes. But Avengers is part of the annual the annual series from 1993 where there are new characters yeah who's our new character for this issue blood wraith blood wraith i mean it's very early 90s to have a character named blood wraith it's like mystical but also violent so there he speaks with the text uh bubble inverted okay so red letters black background mm, evil to, to let you know how evil he is very evil um, very into the ebony accoutrement yes um it's, it's sort of his whole shtick the ebony stabby stabs ebony blade ebony dagger dagger ebony cloak there's no it's just those two for now I wonder if those other two items came. You're, you're referencing. I'm referencing the more recent Black Knight um, thing as a part that was a part of the, the King curse, in Black. The Curse of the Ebony Blade. Yes, like the chalice and the other thing. Throne. I thought they all got turned into the throne. Oh, I don't know. There's a fourth item. But right now it's just a sword and a dagger. Sword and dagger. And it says, put your money on the new guy because the Black Knight doesn't stand a chance. Wow. Poor Dane. Really uh, just thrown to the wolves right here on the cover. Yeah. They have already made their decision on him. Yeah, they have. All right. So um, we have a couple stories in this issue and some pinups because, you know, they need to pad out that issue. So they're like, oh, we'll throw some pinups in there. Yeah. So Blood Wraith starts on page two. Yep. And that is written by Glenn Herdling, I believe. Crystal versus Evil Vision pinup. Yep. Page 43. Yep, we we definitely need that in the table of contents. The Magdalene pinup, mm-hmm. page 44. The Anachronauts pinup, page 45. And A Gamble with Time, page 47. Which brings you to the letters page on page 62. All right. And so there's a very hunky Blood Wraith. Blood Wraith. Blood Wraith. <laughs> to draw your attention. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into like... He does not look like this before he transforms. No, absolutely no, not. He's not a hobby with a body. Um, and you know who starts out this issue? Crystal. Yeah, not Blood Wraith. Yeah. Not the Black Knight. Crystal in the shower. Crystal and baby, Luna. With, with a baby. With a baby with a 40-year-old face. <laughs> it, it is? Yeah. One of the things I was thinking about while reading this is that it feels like it should be older. Like the... Like, this doesn't strike you like a 1993 comic? Yeah. I think I was anticipating different art. So it's a very classic comic book art. Who's our penciler on this issue? Go back to that table of contents. Mike Gustavich. Okay, Mike Gustavich. And Steve Dutro is the letterer, but not a part of BC's. No, that didn't exist then, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, because it's a virtual calligraphy. Yes. Yes. But we have Crystal in the shower with Luna being attacked immediately. Yeah. By some creepers. You had a question about who comes in. So there's a creature? There's Lockjaw. There is Lockjaw to the rescue. Lockjaw is such a good boy. 
he is he's he, he gets a bit confused but yeah. he's trying to be helpful and marilla marilla the only other marilla i know is from anna queen gables she's probably a lot better than this marilla marilla is an inhuman she is like the personal servant of crystal who basically forced herself into the avengers storyline in mansion she uh, um hates jarvis and thinks that he is shit oh she's like you don't do a good job for the royalty that is crystal and luna oh yeah they are serving that one that sounds how i imagine that picture from the quicksilver thing uh that we read one shot with the very like arch looking medusa and crystal yes very cold very distant very like yeah how dare you speak to us yeah uh marilla is something she's got some she is in all of the avengers issues around this time like she sticks around for way too long oh she tries to be helpful and take care of luna yes um she gets mind controlled though yep um and this dude, though, that broke in through the bathroom wall. Yeah, they're looking for Dr. Druid. No one. You don't know much about Dr. Druid, but no He was one, a dick to Photon. Yeah, no one would be looking for him. <laughs> no one, like, honestly. Like, he moved out and no one bothered. Yeah, like, Crystal took his room. So they're after Dr. Druid and they're like, well, we know this is his bedroom. Except he's been gone for a while. Oh, they should have gotten the forwarding address by now. Yeah. So, yeah, Crystal tries to shoot some water at these people. Because she's in the shower, so she is trying... It's right there, yeah. She's manipulating one of the elements. There's Mana Yogi, and... Oh, Glub is not the name, that's the onomatopoeia for being hit by a water spurt. Oh. Well, until we find his name. His name is Glub. Is Glub the hot one? Um... Okay, yeah, the beastie, go. the beastie one that Lacha is taking okay. down. So they're all fighting, and they're like they reference their teammates, and Crystal's like teammates? Question mark mm, with a with a just a focus in on her eye with one art raised eyebrow. So she's like, "This we're in trouble," because just in those same moments, yep. Hercules is wooing some woman. Yes, he's in his heterosexual phase. Yeah, I mean he's still bisexual. He's just at this point in '93. Right well, oh. no, I mean, in terms of writing timeline, like he wasn't bisexual in '93. Oh. If you look at this in terms of canon, like he is just going after a woman this time. That's true. Um, he's got a a turtleneck and no beard, and no beard. Yeah, it's very unsettling. It's There's too much clothes, not enough facial hair. Did they? Base him off of David Hasselhoff. It looks a little Baywatchy, doesn't it? The hair, the face structure. Although he just does still say things like "by the thunder of Zeus." So, so he, you know it's him. Yeah, there are context clues, but they're downstairs in the dining room, and he, he, there's a crash. There's a thump. He, her goes running after Crystal, and there's some other dude riding a gargoyle looking creature okay as you do as you do her gets knocked down the stairs Rude. and this one is looking for the black knight it is mm. le saber the french yeah le he even says mon ami oh 
Herc does not step down from a challenge. No. There's a boam, and he beats up this gargoyle steed. I mean, the poor gargoyle. Right. Like, it didn't want this. This is not its natural environment. No. So, the the baddie, LeSabre, threatens the woman. So her cast is stand down. Yes, she's just a mortal woman. Yeah. And and at those same moments, Vision is working on his computer. Because he doesn't really need to sleep or, like, do anything. So he's just... He probably inserted... Um, some sort of floppy disk. I'm gonna say number munchers oh, or Oregon Trail. I stand number munchers. Um, so he's working on maybe some simple arithmetic. <laughs> well, all this is going down, and there is the intruder alert, living quarters two and six. And though that alert was on the each of these change of scenes, okay, the first page of Crystal in the Shower, the first dining room scene, and now with Vision. So that's a nice like continuity thing that mm-hmm. tells you that all of this is happening simultaneously. Yeah. And Vision wastes no bus- wastes no time getting down to business. He yep. just bolts off and he he's, runs into the alchemist. He is phasing Ch- through a wall to oh, get yeah. out there. Chandu. And Chandu liquefies him? Liquefies him while Vision is changing density Mm. for some reason that seemed contingent upon vision doing that thing that he does Hmm. but the but chandu can't see behind the wall so vision sort of retreats a little Mm -hmm. grabs a badge yes their communication badge yes yep that's a thing i couldn't figure out why he just poked it but that makes more sense it's like a star trek communicator it took far longer in here until i saw someone respond with their okay library card okay so yes yeah he vision just gets wasted yes. there's a he gets blorped yeah just, blorp into a blob and the blorp is like the green part of him just going spew 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 no. it's not a vision did not deserve that no we cut to Whitman Manor, which which is not Castle Garrett. No, it is Whitman Manor, located outside of DC. Yeah, on a hill. Yeah, very weird, unexpected. Yeah, like why is it there? I don't know. But are they trying to do the Mid Atlantic Avengers? <laughs> Only if they all do the accents. <laughs> so there's a fight happening, but it is. Just between Black Knight and his squire, Sean. He does have a squire. I saw the red hair mm-hmm. and you're hoping Sean. it was Banshee. I was hoping it was Banshee. Yeah, that's not. Um no, even though this is supposed to be a kid, but he looks much older. Um he did you see what Luna looked like? <laughs> or Luna. <laughs> Luna's I'm... getting mail from AARP. <laughs> Luna, like three more years. Luna was a step up above the medi- uh, Renaissance babies who can't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Renaissance babies who can't you, even. You I cackle uncontrollably. <laughs> like I'm starting to now. Anyway. They are they're having a little workout session. It's some sparring. Yep. Sean yields and it sort of sets up Dane as being an export expert swords person. Yes, he's good with the stick. 
Yes. If you know what I mean. And they get a whole lot of exposition around the Ebony Blade, which is stuck in the meteorite as a way to try and abate this curse. Yeah, so Dane's like, fuck this. We're not doing anything anymore with this. No, I'm not giving you any more blood. You're in uh, this rock. The Ebony Blade wants murder and bloodshed. It does. That's how it thrives, you know. That's what it's there for. Yep. And a woman walks in, Victoria, Ms. Bentley. Yes. Ms. Bentley, if you're nasty. (laughs) A love interest, potentially, for Mr. Whitman. And, but this is not Jax's mom. I forgot who Jax's mom was. When you said Jax, I just think of Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> which really shows my trash colors. <laughs> um, the new Black Knight. Yes, the scion of Dane. Yes. No, she's not. Um, but she's here. She's looking... Pert? Pert, pert is a good word. Pert. She's very pert. Yeah. Got a radio, radar dish earring. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, how do you... Uh, how do you feel about how Black Knight looks in the 90s? Could he get it? Mm. Like 90% yes. Okay. Like the hair is just a little bit too long. The stubble. Stubble I'm here for. His great like, cheekbones. Yeah. The jacket. Like mm. he's got some great legs happening. Yeah. Some thick thighs to save lives. Yes, because he's probably ridden a lot of horses, like building up those saddle muscles. Oh, there's an entry point for so many dirty jokes there's right an now. Entry point. <laughs> Period. <laughs> anyway, so she's coming in to check on things. Sean just says, "Ock." Yes, he's Irish. He seems or Scottish. He says, "Dinner." I like that, rain. I think that's Scottish then. That's Marvel code for Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> you see the D-I-N-N-A-E. You know, yep. there's a Scott speaking. Yes. And, oh, him put it on the helmet. That's fun. Yes. I mean... That'll, that'll bump up that percentage. I mean, I you know that I have a page of original Avengers art. Like one singular original Avengers page from volume one. And it is Black Knight from the 90s. Yes. Drawn by Gordon Purcell. There's a lot happening with him. He's very hunky. No. The leather jacket. Yeah. The lightsaber. He has a lightsaber. He has a lightsaber. Which makes sense. Like, my brain. Does not have any blade. Right. My brain didn't quite put it together that he can't use the sword that's currently stuck in the rock. Right. He doesn't want to kill. He doesn't want to like feed that. Right. Yeah. So, but he needs some sword, and why not a lightsaber? Mm-hmm. Compelling question. It looks so much like they didn't even change the hilt all that much. Yeah. It's like a little tube. Yep. That light Shh, emanates don't. from Lucasfilm is going to pick up on this and like go back in time and sue. Oh, no. Marvel was having enough trouble in 1993. <laughs> oh, there is a Batty Pet version of a horse yes this is this is not aragorn his horse this is valinor yes which makes it sound like it should be from game of thrones or lord of the rings or both i think it is in lord of the rings it is the valinor yeah yeah oh it's another lord of the rings reference oh chalk it up um and he flies away on his betty bat horse yes and victoria just whispers quietly my love oh she got the hots for him like what i mean look at him putting on that helmet like 
Yes. Yes, please. Wear that to bed. Bring that with you. <laughs> Nova, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that with you and keep the gloves on too. <laughs> sort of hot. Anyway. Okay, so we this is the Avengers headquarters right now. Right, so we were at a mansion. Now we're in downtown New York with someone just climbing up a wall. And it's Black Widow. Avengers Mansion at this time looks like an industrial complex. Wait, this is the mansion? Yeah, that's their headquarters. There what? is no, like, mansion. Oh, I thought there were two separate places, the mansion oh, and no, the headquarters. They're, they're living in that headquarters. Like, that. everything it... we saw before took place in this concrete bunker. Oh, no, it's that architecture that just makes you sad, where in the 60s and 70s, they were like... We need to batten down the hatches in case there's a nuclear bomb that goes off. We're Except gonna... there are way too many windows in this. Like, it would not matter. But they're the very narrow ones mm -hmm. around these concrete slabs yeah. that you know those windows don't open. And you can't put anything in front of them. So yeah. it's just like awkward office space. So who's crawling up? Black Widow. Black Widow. And she has her action jacket. They all have matching jackets. She has her action jacket. She has her mini suction cups on mm -hmm. her fingers. Yep. Um, that's how she's able to climb up this wall. Master spy. Yeah, I mean, she's getting a good leg workout. That incline is steep. Yes. And a good arm workout with little tiny suction cups. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like rock climbing where your legs do all the work. Oh. And, and your arms just are just there to hold on. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, where did everyone go? Um, it's just very strange. The... She's tracing a signal, but why didn't she go into the front door? Is she like persona non grata with them right now? Or is she part of the team? She she knows that there's danger. Oh. She got the alert from the badge. So I suppose that makes sense if you're a spy. So she's you like, going through a window rather than the front door. Yeah, she knows something's going wrong, so she's trying to be sneaky about it. Her first stop is the bathroom. Uh, I mean, that's usually my first stop when I get somewhere <laughs> after traveling to. And it's the bathroom with Crystal being held by her arms with this gigantic guy with Marilla. I don't understand Marilla's look. You don't need to. She's lumpy. And like the lips. Yeah. It's, yep. The little tiny like Guido strong guy hair, except it's orange. Mm -hmm. Very strange. Um, Crystal like kicks the knife out of Marilla's hand to protect Luna. Mm. And there's some zaps. Black Widow comes in and disrupts the mind control. Mahayogi. Okay. There's Mangu and the Mahayogi. Okay. Um, and Mahayogi has the telepathy. And poor Lacha. Mm -hmm. You can see him looking confused because he doesn't know who to help. Mm -hmm. The whole Marilla thing had him thrown. Yes. And but when she gets going, she just lifts this very hunky guy in his little tunic and loincloth and shoves him through a portal that Lockjaw has opened. They they play fetch with the hunk. That's great. Yes. And Crystal goes off. She's wrapped very tightly in a towel. Like she is she's found like the longest towel possible. She found a bath sheet. Oh. It's fine. Okay. Luna just says in the corner playing with some lizard i don't know poor luna we're just skipping over that and then we get back to hercules being bound in a chair with the saber via the saber 
But the alchemist is there because the ropes are vision. Oh, no. There's some split clip of the vision dripping mm-hmm. out of the ropes. But he forms little mini visions. And he starts bapooming. Le Saber. Le Saber. Bapapoom. Mm-hmm. I love a good these onomatopoeias. And Cersei is just lurking in a doorway, mm. like ma- altering vision so that he's able to do this. And Herc releases himself. He's in his green dining jacket. And everyone sort of regroups. Everyone all right here. Did we get them all? No, there's still someone out there. Let's say we got away. Oh, and we cut to uh, Dane arriving very quickly. Yeah. Like, he got there in, like, five minutes from the outskirts of D.C. I mean, Valinor is much faster than Amtrak. Mm, true. So, here he goes. Poor Valinor gets zacked. And, um... The culprit is Sabre on the gargoyle. Yeah. He tries shooting a, um, a dagger. Mm-hmm. And Black Knight blocks it with his lightsaber. There's a nice pishow. Which somehow is able to communicate mm-hmm. knife play. And yeah, this guy's after the ebony blade. Everyone wants the ebony blade. Um, but no, they start fighting, they start tussling. Valinor takes the gargoyle steed, and Lesaber and Whitman sort of tumble through the air. Mm. Everyone had time to change though. The, good. I mean, great for them. Hercules has less blows, which is the most important factor. Yes. Um, Crystal makes a little tornado to cushion their fall. And LeSabre must be new about this. He doesn't roll with the fall. Mm. So Dane gets the advantage here. And yeah, he just wants... All these wizards are coming after the Ebony Blade because they think it'll make them immortal. Okay. So that's the big reveal. Why this the, the crazy alchemist is there? Why Manu Yogi is there? Mm-hmm. Everyone, they all want it. Like, are they going to share it? Yeah, but these people chose poorly. They thought it was at Avengers oh. headquarters, and it's not. No, it's at Whitman Manor. One of them knows where it is, though. Um, or two. There's a pair of them, and they're they're working on a battering ram, like you do when you accost a manor. Yes, like you're in the 1200s. Yeah. The silence is of no importance. We must do this thing quickly. And they go through the door and they are met with, what weapon would you guess? Oh, maybe a sword. Like he was just sparring with it. I mean, you're in a castle, so that's a good guess. Um, It's a lance. Oh. It's an electric lance. An electric lance. Oof. The, this poor guy, the butler. He... He fizzaps one of the people. Um, but he takes a lot. the butler or Sean? It's the butler. Oh. There's a lot of staff here. He's a foolish American servant because he cannot fight both of them. Oh. So he fizzapped the one, gets kicked in the face by the other. And one of them is like, now lead us to the ebony blade. And his partner says, his eyes betray him. Look. Because the servant looked at where the ebony blade was in the corner. It's in a rock. It's upright. And it's, 
A, it's not hard to miss, and is B, glowing with hate or something. Apparently, it's in the corner of the foyer, like they just had to make it through the front door. Wow! And there was their prize. They didn't. There were no levels. No. There was no like. This was no dungeon crawler. This no. is like you go in the front door and you're like, oh, objective <laughs> achieved. Check. The princess was in this castle. Yeah. And Sean comes, and I was having trouble with his shirt, but I think it's one of those like fencing-ish oh like a peasant shirt like or a pirate shirt there was some sort of armor in it like it's slightly puffy it has all these lines going down it i thought it was a weird fashion choice but i'm my headcanon now is placing it as some sort of helpful thing okay it's like his battle gear yeah okay and he avoids the fazap of the power lands Mm mm-hmm I mean, one of those dudes saw how effective it was, even though both of them were back up, right? And Sean's training, like, he's pretty agile. He parried, he thrust, he disarmed. Oh, Catherwood is the name of the servant. He's American, but his name is Catherwood. Which he just want to put an accent on. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, Catherwood is fine, just bruised his pride is all. Okay. And... One of them, one of these baddies pulls out a gun and shoots Sean in the shoulder. Ah, me shoulder. Oh, and, so Scottish. And he lands on the meteorite. And gets called an insolent cur. Like, that's just adding insult to injury. Rude. That's Literally. Rude. Yeah. He's going to be murdered where he lies. But who shows up at Victoria in this stunning green robe gown thing? She's put together. She is swanning down those stairs in the she, middle well, of the battle. Well, she expected Dane to come back and wanted to look all sexy. But also, Regal, she says, stop this at once. I have summoned the authorities. Do we know anything about her? Like, what is her backstory? Is I she, think she shows up in Doctor Strange, maybe, or something. Is she displaced from somewhere? I don't think so. Oh, she's just... She's just... Just this. Yeah. Okay. And... I feel like... Another thing that made me think these were older than 93 was the touch of misogyny, but I suppose that's evergreen. Yes. She gets called just plain woman and gets held captive. Dude grabs her by the throat. Um, They rip her dress with the sword. Very rude. Because it was a very nice dress. Yeah, there's a like a hint of sexual assault about to happen. Yeah. If we do not stand. But Sean stops it. And how does he do it? Well, Victoria is slightly telepathic. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Just a touch telepathic? Or Sean is because Lady Victoria, she calls to me in my mind the sword, it too beckons me as though it's mine. Oh. And he is transformed. His shoulder is healed. He's got like the fun little thigh. He well, you just said he's transformed. Yes, he's transformed into Blood Wraith. Yeah, you skipped over it. I buried the lead. Sean is Blood Wraith. He is. Yeah, the Squire. Yeah, the Squire is now the Knight. So uh, he, uh, it's full medieval getup. Oh yeah, sort of. I don't think it's male, but there's tunics. There's layers. There are layers and a hood. Like you just see like little evil eyes. Yeah, he's got. Black shiny boots, maybe green velvet leggings, 
that show off his thighs. Mm -hmm. Some sort of white or silvery tunic. I will hold out judgment. Maybe it's some sort of male. I think it is some sort of male. And then that green velvety fabric is like a sleeveless shirt thing on top of it with a big old belt and Mm -hmm. a big old cross and that crusader male that goes over your head. Yeah. Um, In short order, he just murders these people. Yeah, this... The ebony blade is thirsty. Yeah, it patings a bullet away. And there's a yes blorch, which is him cutting off some dude's arm. Yeah. And there's a wisp of the dude going into the blade. And he like... It covets your soul. And is he like tasting some blood? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. Um, also, the red writing in the black bubble is very hard to read. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been too long since the since last ye claimed a human soul, since ye last tasted human blood. And taste it, he does. He does. He has kept his brogue through the through this transformation. Mm-hmm. He's taking no mercy. No, the the other guy who has both his arms is trying to use Victoria as a as a hostage. human shield, also hostage. Okay. Um, but the sword obeys blood race every command. He throws the sword; it comes back and stabs the dude in the back. Wow! So it's like a boomerang. Yeah, and with a no, it absorbs the other bad guy's soul mm. so i think they're both dead now they are yep that's murder yeah and some more dialogue and that's the curse and victoria's like you can beat it and blood wraith is like no maybe i don't want to beat it i'm enjoying this each soul the sword drains adds to my power and then we get then you've tasted your last bishop mm. it's the ebony blade versus the lightsaber his blood race says, eh. So Dane got back here real quick? He did get, he did. He did, a fast. Quick, he did a quick round trip to New York City and back. It's true. They must have figured out that they were after the Ebony Blade, so he returned home. Mm. So now they're battling it out because he's like, no, this is such an evil thing. I stuck it in this meteor. Yeah. I can't, tried to keep it away from anyone. But he's also like, what do you engage me in sword play? Like he thinks that mm. he's just going to cream Sean. Yep. Not Sean won't have a chance. And uh, he, he should know better. He's dealt with the ebony blade before, right? He does stab Sean. There's an IE, uh, and Sean th- or Dane thinks that he's paralyzed the sword arm of Sean, but Bloodwraith can fight with either arm. Okay. Good. He's ambidextrous. He's ambidextrous as he smacks Dane across the face. And yeah, there's some powers to the Ebony Blade I wasn't quite familiar with. Mm. So the other Avengers rush in. Uh, then the Avengers shall drag thee down as well. So they must have hopped in a Quinjet. The rest of them, yeah. which is slower than Valinor. The batty bat horse yeah. can put on the speed. I hope he got an apple for his, his good mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And he's just sort of like, Bloodwraith hops around people, calls Crystal a wench. Wow, rude. 
have you not told the Lady V about your affections for this one, Sir Knight? And Victoria's like, Dane? Wow. And he's all, Vicky, comma, I, dot, dot, dot. Awkward. Well, uh, Bloodwraith is harvesting souls and blowing up spots all over the place. And spilling the tea. Yeah. Just chucks Crystal at Dane. Mm. I. And, yeah. A lot of women getting tossed around in this issue. Crystal actually got stabbed. Wow. By the lightsaber. It only, it doesn't kill you. Yeah, Herc thought that she was dead. Yeah. But we get a text bubble that says, but my energy sword inflicted complete neural disruption. So. They pass out. She's fine. Yeah. She just pulled a Jean Grey. Yes. Herc goes in. He is so pissed. He bewhams Bloodwraith through the wall. Mm. Like, these are thick castle walls. Yes. And prepare yourself for the gift of, hold, what is this weakness that comes over me? And he was cut a little. He was nicked by the ebony blade. Yeah, like, it's like me setting up the bean fence yesterday. Yeah, except you didn't. I, I did not get so weak. I just got crabby and then weeded a whole bed. Oh. And As you do. As you do. And, yeah. The godling is, even ye are vulnerable to the ebony blade, for even ye have a soul. And Vision's like, great, I don't have one, I'll go fight him. And he gets forshanked. Yeah, he gets his ass handed to him too. Forshanked. His energy was stolen by the energy mm. blade. So even though he doesn't have a soul. He can still get his ass beat. Yes. Cersei jumps in. Cersei is like the uh, the artillery, mm. like waiting f- to come in. Yep. And she needs no army to defeat this demon. So she says. But she cannot transmute the sword into anything. Because it's evil. Because it is evil. Um, so, because it was forged by Merlin and not even her eternal magic can do anything about it. Um, but Black Widow snacks mm-hmm. she uses a widow cable a widow line sorry okay a widow line to disarm the blood wraith hercules is tying to crystal blood wraith gets his sword back it's weird dane gets stabbed in the hand there's a thuck but Cersei is there to rally the troops. Yeah, but it's not really working out. No. The Avengers are apparently no match for Bloodwraith. No. Cer- he is fueled by the lust for blood and for spilling tea. Yes. Um, so despite the Avengers assemble call from Cersei, mm-hmm. Dane is like, no, this is something I must finish alone, which I don't understand. It's... His personal demons. But you're on a team. Personal demons. Oh. There was a moment in Serenity, the Firefly movie, where Zoe, it's like, Captain needs to do this on himself. And he's like, nope, no, I don't. Please help. So. Should have been like that. Um, So there's a great fight sequence here. Does this count as a splash page? It does. Yeah. There are some fishangs. There's a fishap. 
I guess swords make the a lot. Mm. And there's a clunk, a fap. Black Knight's like, I taught you well, perhaps too well. And he almost snicks the carotid artery of Dane Whitman. Yeah, there's a slicked. Yep. And because Dane is going to disarm, but Bloodwraith is going to kill. Yes, because the bloodlust. Always the bloodlust. The historic bloodlust. But he gets his lightsaber up in time with a fishang and says, not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Even though he gets kneed in the gut with an oomph. Mm. And the Avengers, like, they didn't actively participate. So even though Bloodwraith has his sword underneath Black Knight's throat. Mm -hmm. There's there's a little part of Sean. There's all these Avengers looking menacing, and that's enough to get Bloodwraith to concede. It's very strange. Well, I think that's the part of Sean. Or like... Like breaking through, like, uh, maybe I shouldn't kill Dane. Yeah. But then he just jacks the horse. Yeah. He gets... Dane gives him free passage in exchange for the concession. And he just hops on Valinor and flies off. Valinor leaps skywards, bearing his mysterious new rider. And it's... I don't know. And the Avengers are just looking on. They're like, well, guess he'll be back someday. I mean, Dane says he's going to follow Bloodwraith to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you want to read more of Bloodwraith? I mean, sort of. I want to see how Black Knight gets the Ebony Blade back. Okay. And what he does with it. So, does he stick it back in the rock? I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. Okay. So, uh, in terms of readability, you want more Bloodwraith in your life? Yes. Okay. What about Avengers? Do you want, does this annual compel you to want to look into the actual series? Sort of. I don't know if I'd put it that high up on my list. Okay. The list just keeps growing. So are you a little intrigued, a lot intrigued? I'd say a little intrigued. Okay. No. So what's this backup story that we have in here? We get some pinups, which we don't really don't need to describe a visual medium like a pinup. Um, no, it's they're there. Yes, you get Magdalene. There's from the overall storyline. You get a little history of the, the Ebony Blade and the dagger. The dagger fell into the hands of the scheming Mordred, son of Ar- and foe of Arthur, who with it slew Sir Percy during the fall of Camelot, and thus did the curtain of doom fall verily upon an age, an era, a world. It's how that little history thing goes. And then we get a... The Anachronauts, a gamble with time. And they have their own... It's a city. Yep. It is the wondrous city built by Lord Kang the Conqueror and spanning the centuries. So... Do you recognize this concept? From the Lego Lego game. game? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, And apparently the Kang timeline is... A thing at this stage yeah um but kang is not in here it's these it's other folks from different times yeah there's a snake dude there's a caveman just a loincloth on mm-hmm. 
um, a Trojan warrior and a Black Knight, but not Dane Whitman. Right. It's some other dude wielding the ebony blade, Sir Rastin. So these these dudes are all fighting each other for the pleasure of facing the Trojan. It's some sort of trial. Okay. So okay. They're living a life of leisure. Yeah, maybe it's the like out of time to out be the first. It's very um Jem Hadar. Oh. So yeah, something weird happens with the Ebony Blade. Very confusing. And who comes in but Terminatrix? Terminatrix. Who used to be Ravana? Mm-hmm. Um, sought after by Kang. But I mean, good for her taking charge of this team. Yeah. Um they're going to go to Camelot to find out what's happening with the blade, because the blade can't really be scanned mm-hmm. on this fancy pants scanner that they have in Chronopolis. And Sir Rastin is sort of fearing this moment of coming face-to-face with Merlin. I'm not my uncle, the first Black Knight. There was no shining Camelot to nurture me in the 6th century. I had to fend for myself until Sir Percy's wraith found me, led me to his ebony blade. Will Merlin deem me worthy of being a Percy's successor, or will he wrest the sword from me and discard me like a broken toy? But he has to put on a brave face because he can't have feelings. So even though this is a standalone story, it's really layering in more Ebony Blade lore. Yes. So they go through Chronopolis. They find this sort of portal to Camelot-era England. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit before the meteor has struck. Yes, the meteor, which we are familiar with. Yes, that has housed the Ebony Blade to contain its blood curse. Um, but yeah, apparently Kang will go there to fight a fake Merlin, um, some evil mutant. Who knows? Yes. A lot of this stuff does not matter in the story. No. There's a there's a shack. It just shows up. Like it shows up, it twists uh space and time, but it's the snake saying it, so it's space. Lots of S's. Twisting before our very eyes. Yes. So there's a croom. And these evil robots come out. They're dollars. They basically are. They've got little, like, if you had a green cookie and you took a bite out of it, or if you got a bun bun to take a bite out of it, that's what's in the little globe Mm. on top. They've got those little, they look almost like Rosie from the Jetsons, but with an evil green cookie instead of a face. What are they trying to do? They get the Star Stone. And they say, incinerate, incinerate. The Star Stone is ours. We turn to the time capsule. We obey. Slam. So, uh, the slam was them going back inside the cottage. Yeah. Because there are a bazillion of them, but they all fit. Right. It's like the TARDIS? It is. It's very, it's serving some Doctor Who realness. And the anachronauts go in after it. They're like, they can't just steal the meteorite before Merlin gets it and before Merlin makes the ebony blade that's causing all these weird things. And they go in, it's this gigantic vessel, and the robots are there, and there's a dude who legit looks like the doctor. Um chained to this whatever with 
one of those helmets with all the tubes. He's chained to a table. But it's upright. He's standing. I don't think he is. Ravana's standing. I think that's a weird angle. Oh, okay. But that person, the robot, is standing. Okay. That's he's a... chained to an upright X. Yes. There we go. With a helmet with all the tubes coming off of it. And it's from the robots. And it's a big battle scene. And a lot of text that we do not need to review. It's just a lot. But this dude worked for the TVA, the Time Variant Authority. Yep. And he is basically like, I'm explaining all this stuff over three pages of dialogue. So much dialogue. But all that matters is that we're setting things right. Yeah. That's it. That's the summation. So the Anachronauts fight off this legion of fake Daleks. And yeah, I mean, they get some of them get their asses kicked. Um, but not Ravana, not Terminatrix. She breaks the replicator. Mm-hmm. Oh, Snake Dude is still there too. And he's once again the master of his ship and all it contains. And they take out this, he takes out the Starstone, just hands it to Merlin. He's like, Oh, did you ever think about making a sword? Yep. And there we go. Now we're back to the beginning. And all is right with the space time continuum. Yeah. So that was a lot. Yes. That was very dense. Yep. For the anachronauts, which is fun. Like, yeah. It, anachronism, they're all people out of time. Yeah. What got me was the amount of text. It's like, whoa, like you're a backup story. Like, if we had spent the morning out in the garden or something, I legit would have fallen asleep trying to read it. Yes. So you don't recommend the backup story? I mean, it is intriguing. I'm more interested in the Anachronauts than the Avengers, maybe. Wow. Ouch. Maybe. Okay. But I feel like if there's too much time travel, then it's just going to get confusing. Mm. If you want to hear more about this issue, I guested on the Avenging Hour podcast, which has a more in-depth review with the guys over there. Um, so you can get more background on the actual Avengers stuff. Um, like, why is why are people looking like David Hasselhoff? I don't think, no. No. David Hasselhoff doesn't come up. The lack of beard does. Oh, okay. So um, I urge people to go and visit that episode of their podcast as well for an even deeper dive if you're interested in Avengers Annual 22. You've been listening to them for a while. Yes. So... Um, until next time, everyone, thanks for joining. We'll be back with another annual. And a new character. Yes, another new character. Be well, be safe. Bye. Bye.